there are multiple times in my life, probably in my day, that I wonder, am I doing God's will? If the spirit that God sent upon me at baptism and confirmed me as a teenager and comes to me each time my sins are forgiven, each time I receive the Eucharist, when I hear his word, when I sing his praise, if that spirit is upon me, am I, doing, am I responding to it right? Am I responding to it in the way God meant it when he sent it? This week I found a, a little blurb. It's a little heady, but uh, I liked it. It was from uh, Father Murray Bodo, who is a Capuchin priest. And he's responding to how we see the Spirit coming upon us in our life. And he says this, One day is much like another in our spiritual life, our journey, in our search for God. From time to time, there's a sudden unexpected revelation or a shining forth of God. When suddenly we realize that God is everywhere. God is everything. God is in everyone. We might call it insight, we might call it an epiphany, or even baptism in the Spirit or some other name, but it's the same experience. The God within me reveals his presence. And though it might be a fleeting appearance and presence, all the rest of my days, every day from that point on is changed, and it's changed permanently. And things begin to happen that I did not merit Things begin to happen that I can't explain or even communicate to you. But it's more real than any communicable experience. I cannot formulate it. I cannot capture it in words. For if I could, then I would have some hold on God who can't be captured. Can't be captured in a phrase or formula. Nor can I, by remembering it, capture the experience. It's just a gift. It's a grace shows me that the Spirit blows where it will. I like that. Because I think we all have those times in our life where we want to know, are we responding? Are we doing your will, O God? Are we perfecting our call to serve, to be, to lead, to be an example, to be Christ to others? And we want to hold on to those moments when we feel that spirit. We, want, we don't want those moments to go. Charles de Gaulle once said, don't let go of me now, God. Hold on just a little bit longer. And I think we all have those times in our life where, where we really feel overwhelmed by God, and we just want those, that, that, that feeling of God to stay with us a little bit longer. It helps us discern where the Spirit's taking us, what the Spirit's asking of us, what the Spirit is pouring out upon us. And we have a better chance to respond to God than if we just let that moment go. That's why Father Bodo says that, that you know, I can't capture it. I, I, can't, I can't put it into words because God moves. That's one thing, I, I, it's not in my notes, but I just thought of, it's one thing about God, he never stands still. You know, he's always in movement among us. He never allows us to be stagnant. He never allows us to do it the way we always do it. He's looking for something new all the time, 
from us and in us and through us. He gives us these gifts, you know, and, and, and I think about this morning I'm going to spend some time this week and next week I'm going to spend some time with uh, our eighth grade religious ed class. I want to get to know them a little bit. I'm going to confirm them in the spring. I just want to get a feel where they are right now and who they are. I'd like to see how the Spirit's opening their hearts, how the Spirit is working in their, in their soul. And, and then see at the end when, when they've learned more about service and more about the call to answer God. You know, because all of us, when we receive those gifts of the Spirit at baptism, none of us got any better water than the other. Some may have been colder, some may have been hotter. But we all get the, the same blessing is over that water, and the same Spirit is placed into us, breathed into us when those anointings take place. The same Spirit is given to us all those gifts, those seven gifts of the Holy Spirit that we were petrified to stand up and repeat in front of a bishop. Equally to all of us, how we respond, how we use them, that's us. That's our response to God. That's our call of how the Spirit's working in us. But no one got a better portion. No one got something. We shouldn't be jealous that someone else uses a gift more than, than we do or less than we do. James says in, in that second reading, he says, you know, you, you put too much emphasis on what, what other people are doing. Worry about yourself. You've been telling us that for weeks. But we're all given those, those great spirits. And what are they given to us for? It's to serve our community and not to impoverish the community by, 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 by taking the gifts away from others, but by sharing, by, by really reaching out to each other, becoming brothers and sisters, a family of God, more than, 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 than our separate selves, our egotistical needs, and our, our selfish wants. You know, there's times when I, uh, we should all be prophets. We should all w- pray for that spirit to fall on us and invoke that spirit of God. I think when, you know, Eldad and Medad, there's a great story today. You know, people we don't hear too much of. You know, you think about what's happening. Moses and says to God, there's a lot of complaints going on. They're not, we're not helping these people enough. I don't have time to do all of them by myself, what, what am I supposed to do? And God says, go find 70 people. You know, he tasks Moses. He gives Moses the job. He doesn't say form a committee. Had he formed a committee, we'd still be on the 15th person today. <laughs> but he says, go, go out there, you yourself, you go find the people that you find worthy, and I'll put my spirit in them. And that's exactly what he does. We don't know who was on the list, we know that Eldad and Medad must have been on the list, but they didn't show up. You know, word was out. Moses is looking. He, he wants people to, to, to work for God. He, he's asking people to be on his pastoral council, his finance council. He wants people to be lectors and ushers and altar servers and ministers of the Holy Communion. He wants people to, to re- teach religious ed. He wants people to, to, to make soup and, and sell chicken dinners. And Eldad and Medad, like you and I, run off just the way we did when the teacher called who would like to answer this question, and we put our head way down. Just like we did, not I, but some of you, may have done when the sergeant asked for a volunteer. 
Just as some will when they scoot out that door and not that door because they know the pastor's looking for someone. You know? So Moses, who's this instrument, now takes these chosen people and, and by putting in Eldad and Medad, whom Joshua has, Joshua has no time for this. I've been with you from the beginning. The jealousy, the inconsistency, you know, and, 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 and Moses says, God, God chose them. I love that. I love that the fact that I said this the other week at, at 40 hours. I said, even though people aren't here, we all, this entire parish, every member of this parish received the same grace from God. Every person that's sitting in this room, every person that's at home right now, everyone that's a member of this parish is receiving the spiritual benefits of what we are doing today on their behalf. What I do for everyone. You know, every week we have that, that mass. It's called the people of the parish. That's for you. That's my responsibility as a pastor to make sure that every week the people of this parish are supported by prayer. That God sees you and pours his spirit upon you, even when you're hiding somewhere else. I just think that's a great spiritual benefit for all of us, that in our absence, we are present to the spirit of God. And so the spirit of God goes out there, and he, and he, and he finds these, Moses finds these 70 people, 68 of them show up at the front door, and the other two are in another tent, and they get that spirit, and they begin to do what, exactly what they're supposed to do when they receive the spirit. They begin to pray, to discern, to preach, to, ser- and to, to praise, and then to serve. They went out and did what they were called to do, and that's what you and I are called to do. You and I are called to look freshly at that spirit day after day, moment after moment in our life, and, and as, as de Gaulle said, cling to God. Let God hold us and, and, and for a bit longer. And as Father Bodo remind us that that spirit's going to go wherever God needs to go. Where can I run from your love? If I climb to the highest mountains, are you there? If I'm awake or I'm asleep, you know it. So this week, we're challenged. We're challenged to look freshly at that spirit in us and not to, to hoard it to ourselves not to just share it with people who are special to us, but to allow that spirit to empower us, to bring Christ to life in our midst, to bring God's kingdom to reality in our presence.